Welcome to Evidence Space Mommy. I'm your host, Dr. Samantha Radford, and I'm here to combine science and wellness to help parents and kids thrive. Hey there. So I want to talk today, we're going to start kind of talking about transitions. So transitioning from a baby to a toddler, what that looks like, what that feels like, how to handle it. And one of the big things that I hear is people worrying about, you know, changing sleep habits. So, of course, there's sleep regressions and all that. But there's also simply, you know, if you've got a baby in a crib, you may wonder when you need to lower the crib mattress. Like, yeah, there's all those cute little videos on Facebook or YouTube or whatever with, you know, a toddler climbing out of their crib. I know I've seen one once where... Like one toddler was helping another baby, like their baby sister or something, climb out of a crib. And it's adorable until, you know, something happens. So falling from a crib or a bassinet is actually a really common accident. And there are about 6,000 children per year treated in the hospital in the United States for falling in the crib or falling from the crib. But with that said, of course, you know, you got to keep in mind that Lots of babies fall and don't go to the hospital, so there's really no telling how many thousands of kids are falling out of their crib every year, and that's not something you want to deal with. Now, of course, I've talked in earlier episodes about other you know ways that your baby can sleep, whether they sleep in a bassinet or whether they you know you choose to bed share with them. So we've got an episode on that too, but. If you've, you know, maybe started your baby from a bassinet and then moved them into a crib, let's talk about how you know when to move them. So first, let's go with what the American Academy of Pediatrics says. Um, They have a few recommendations. So back in the day, you may remember seeing some older cribs that have a drop down side so the side can either just like drop down or it can flip out and that makes it a lot easier to get the baby in and out I won't lie but those are no longer recommended because of the fact that you know if they flip down or drop down at the wrong time of course then your baby could fall out or something like that or you know I could imagine like little fingers getting smushed or something. So we want to avoid those older crib or those older, yeah, older cribs. The AAP recommends moving your child to a toddler bed when they are 35 inches tall. So just under three feet, that's 89 centimeters um, for those elsewhere. And that is when the height of the side rail is less than three quarters of your child's height. And that is because that's about the time that your baby could actually crawl out. So it's not so much, you know, if your baby is just laying in their crib still because they're tiny, tiny, of course, that's not a problem. They're not going to fall out. It's the babies who are a bit older, who have started pulling up to stand or something like that. That's when they can fall. But of course, you don't want to wait till it's too late. You want to kind of be ahead of this. So what you need to do is once your baby is sitting up on their own, you know, that's a good indication that sometime pretty soon within the next, you know, weeks to months, they'll be starting to pull up to stand. So once they can sit on their own, 
that's the time that you should drop the mattress to the lowest setting. So that usually happens somewhere between five and eight months old. I The only one I really like remember about this because it all kind of becomes a blur. But I remember my second daughter pulling up and she was standing in her grib, crib smiling at me. And I was like, oh, we need to lower that. And she was about seven months old. And I mean, I get that it's hard. Like, it's a lot harder to get them out in and out of the mattress once the crib is lowered, especially if you happen to be pregnant with, you know, your next child. Um, Because it's really hard to bend down and get them in there. But, you know, it's a safety thing. And of course, you can check out your crib's recommendations for how to lower it. Generally speaking, you got to pull the mattress out and then there'll be some sort of mechanism to move, you know, the frame down and then you put the mattress back in and it only takes a couple minutes. So as far as getting your baby into that lowered crib, that's kind of (laughs) the harder part after that, right? So there's a couple things you can do to make it easier. And by the way, you know, a lot of times you hear parents say, or not parents, but you hear experts saying things like, put them in bed drowsy, but still awake. And please, like, maybe that works for somebody, but it has never worked for me. I'll be honest, because, you know, they want you. And so if they're still kind of awake, when you put them down, that's going to make them upset. Um, So if you're afraid that, like, you're a bad mom because you can't do the thing that everyone tells you to do, you know, to get your baby put down into the crib while they're still kind of awake, like drowsy, but awake, like, no, you're fine. You're doing a great job. Your kid is normal. It's okay. But there are a few things you can do to make it easier to lower your baby down. So if you have a tiny baby, you know, like under four months or so, you can still swaddle them and then put them in their crib. Um, That makes it easier. You can use, there's some sleep sacks out there that also have a swaddle on them. You can use those. Um, You can make sure that their crib sheet or something kind of smells like you. Like, so maybe you could sleep on a crib sheet for a few nights before you put it in your baby's bed. That would be a nice way to leave your scent there. Of course, we're talking about, you know, babies that are a little bit older since we're talking about uh, babies sitting up. So you can still use a sleep sack with them and that can kind of help them feel more cuddled up and, you know, better able to stay asleep. And as far as for you getting your baby down, make sure that you protect your core. So a lot of times, you know, moms after having a baby have like some core problems, pelvic floor problems, um, definitely something to get checked into. But during that time, You know, you need a lot of extra support and protection for your core. So exhale gently, engage your core muscles to protect your back whenever you lean down to pitch your baby into the crib. Um, Try to keep your baby, of course, horizontal as much as you can when you're putting them down. But if you let their feet touch first instead of, you know, their little head, that will help them stay asleep when you put them down too. But of course, really the biggest thing is give yourself some grace Because, you know, there's all sorts of reasons that your baby might not transition into their crib very easily. That doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. It just 
means that that's how it is. Um, especially if your baby's going through a sleep regression. And of course, eventually you're going to want to move from, you know, the crib entirely into a big kid bed. So, you know, you might be wondering, gosh, when do I do that? And it's kind of up to your child, really. So, of course, that's a little bit later than when you lower the crib down. So it just depends on the child. Some of them can go to a toddler bed as early as 18 months. Some of them might need to wait till they're two or three years old. Um, You can, a lot of times now, you can get cribs that come with a different little side rail, like a smaller side rail for whenever you make the switch to like a toddler bed. Um, You can do that for a little while before you put them in either like a twin or a full-size bed. If they don't want to go into a big kid bed bed yet, that's okay. You can kind of let them get used to the idea by having a mattress directly on the floor. Maybe you can sleep, you know, in their room with them for a few nights while they get used to it. So there's lots of different things that you can do to make the transition easier. But like I said, the main takeaway here is once your child is starting to sit up on their own, that's your cue that, yeah, you do need to lower that crib. Now, like I said, we're going to be talking a lot about transitions like this over the next few weeks, and one of those transitions will be moving from, you know, infanthood to toddlerhood, and how do we continue supporting breastfeeding? Do we continue supporting breastfeeding? Uh, Spoiler alert, the answer is yes, um, during that time. So make sure to join us, and you you will be getting more information on Breastfeeding Beyond Babyhood, our yearly online event designed to support and celebrate parents who are breastfeeding or chest feeding past the first year. 